Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 155. And today we are going to talk about addiction. Just a quick warning. This is going to get pretty controversial. And this are my honest thoughts and I don't mean to offend anyone. But I feel like I will. However, this is my podcast. If you don't like listen to me, cool. Log off. Nobody's forcing you to. If you don't agree with my opinions, you don't have to. And by the way, regarding anything, just because you don't agree with my opinions does not mean we can be friends. It does not mean we can be civil around each other. I pride myself that I can be best friends with somebody who is extremely liberal left. I can be best friends with somebody who is extremely conservative right. I pride myself that I can there's no problem as many people can't. Literally, they can't even have a conversation if they disagree about an issue. But I can have a conversation with you, disagree with every single political belief that you have or any belief that you have in general. But I'll still look at you as a decent human being as long as you act relatively nice to most people and you follow the law. That's all I care about. But anyways, let's get into it. Addiction. I do not believe it is a disease. I don't believe it is something that you have absolutely no control over. I don't believe it is something that you just catch and it falls out of the sky. Diseases such as cancer, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, COVID, there's many things that you have little control over. And even if you do have control over, they sort of hit you by storm. They sort of hit you by surprise. And once you have it, like HIV, for example, like Ebola, whatever, once you have it, serious treatment is required and the best top-notch medicine is required for you to live, for you to survive. I don't view disease... I'm sorry, I don't view addiction as a disease. I don't view addiction as like that. And by addiction, I'm talking about gambling addiction. I'm talking about alcohol, junk food, sweet tooth. <laughs> when people say I have a sweet tooth, the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, who doesn't? It's like when people say, I have stage fright. What? If you don't have stage fright, you're a psychomaniac. How can you not? Obviously, it's so... Uh, it's such a big part of us. Maybe some people have less than others. That's cool. That's true. But, and yes, even though some people, it takes a lot more work for them to get over this stage, right? You still have to get over it. You still have to, if it's important to you, for example, right? Speaking is extremely important to me. I recognize it's an important skill. So I'm working on it. And I believe I am... <laughs> um, not significantly above average, maybe I'm even below average. I honestly believe I'm, I started out at least as an average speaker, but it's something I'm working on so I can one day become a great speaker and be able to articulate my thoughts in an engaging manner and allow myself to express my thoughts so other people can learn from it. I very convincingly know I'm nowhere close to where I need to be right now, but again, I'm working on it. What was the point I was making? So, with serious diseases and things that consider diseases, again, cancer, HIV, COVID, like serious shit, right? You need medical treatment. 
and it may be quote unquote your fault it may not be your fault but the action that you took doesn't necessarily correlate to you getting the disease the diseases so i could just literally be walking around the mall and touch an object and then and with my hand and then with my hand touch an object touch my head my face so let me say that again because I was confusing. I can literally be walking around the mall, even if I'm wearing a mask, touch the railing, and somebody who had COVID touched touch the railing before, and then with my hand, I put my hand on my face, and then I have COVID. Or I could, I don't know, have sex with somebody who I don't know, and then I'll have HIV. But there's certain things that, yes, certain actions did lead you to have the diseases, but... Many times you could do the diseases and they'll be harmless. It wasn't obviously nobody has the intention, but you didn't really have a conscious choice for you to make whether you have the disease or not. I don't believe that is the case if you have an addiction of alcohol, if you have a gambling addiction, if you have a junk food addiction, if you have a sweet tooth. Firstly, I do acknowledge that getting addicted to all of those uh, is extremely easy, even like compulsive and you can arguably conspiracy theories but arguably society wants you to get addicted to those but i am not going to say and, and by the way other than alcohol like gambling i'm not saying i've been strictly like extremely addicted but i can definitely see how that is extremely addictive junk food i can definitely see how that is extremely addicting having a sweet tooth i can definitely see how eating a bunch of sugar is extremely addictive. I've never seen alcohol like that, but three out of four examples I gave, I can very much see and personally experienced how they are extremely addictive. And arguably, I was addicted to three out of four, not alcohol, but the other three, the junk food, the gambling, and the sweet tooth. However, I had enough self-control. I took enough personal responsibility and yes, I didn't go that far in my quote-unquote addiction, but I always knew that I have some type of choice. And there's an argument that, by the way, I know this conversation will be way more, it would be way better if I had another person to bounce thoughts off, my thoughts from, so we can go back and forth and they could tell me all the counter-arguments so I can explain myself. Because right now I'm just thinking about counter-arguments that I can think of myself. But I'm sure if you who are listening would have a conversation with me, hopefully there won't be yelling. We can have an appropriate discussion. And I'll listen to you. You listen to me. And I could think about or answer objections that I have not thought about myself. Right now I'm just thinking about objections that I think people might have. So when people say there's a predisposition, hey, that might be true, but still you can control it. It is not possible for me to drink alcohol if there's no alcohol in my surroundings. For me to have an alcohol addiction, that means that I have to wake up, get dressed, go to the dealer, go to the liquor store, go to wherever liquor exists, purchase it, put it in a bag, go back home, open the bottle, (laughs) get a cup, Put the drink and then drink it. Like there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of conscious, deliberate decisions you have to make for you to acquire that substance, that drink. You have to physically go to the casino to gamble. 
you or I guess you can physically open your phone and gamble, right? You have to purchase purchase junk food. You have to purchase sweet things. But if they're not around in your house, and you lock yourself, then you can't physically have it. Because those people who I know that they say they are addicted to smoking, and they might be addicted to smoking in their head, and they truly believe that if they can't smoke for six hours, then they can't do anything. Maybe even ten hours. If ten hours is the mask, if they can is the max that they can't survive, they feel frigidity. There's nothing they can do. Well, many of those people who I know have flown for 16 hours straight and they were not allowed to have a cigarette. So it wasn't even an option. And somehow they survived. Somehow they made it. And yes, you can say that they felt horrible, they didn't feel good. Well, you're going to feel awful on your deathbed. You're going to feel awful. This is a separate note and I know I'm going all over the place. But hey, who told you you're supposed to be happy? (laughs) Like, overcoming tough things, you're going to feel awful. Overcoming bad habits, overcoming quote-unquote addictions, overcoming things that are actually bad for you, yeah, that's going to feel awful initially. But if you eventually overcome that, then you feel great, especially compared to how you felt before. But if you never quit those addictions, then you might feel great at the start, but every single day you'll feel worse and worse and worse until feeling awful is your default. Feeling awful is what you feel all the time. So would you want to feel awful all the time five five years from now for the rest of your life or would you want to feel awful for a couple of months right now as you're trying to get rid of that addiction trying to get rid of that bad habit but after you successfully gotten rid of that addiction of that bad habit then you'll feel great or at least better for the rest of your life this is basically synonymous with the talk of delayed gratification do you want to have an okay life right now and an amazing life later or do you want to have a good life right now and an awful life later delayed gratification will make a huge difference in your life delayed gratification basically means quote unquote sacrificing what sacrificing how comfortable you are right now to make your life even better for the future and ideally some things that you do uh, not really a sacrifice. There's sacrifice for some things, but you can still feel good and you can still progress at the same time, which is why generally I encourage that the majority of what you eat is tasty and healthy. Things that are tasty for you so you feel good, but they're also healthy, so you also improve. If you hate running on the treadmill, for example, but you want to have good cardiovascular system, you want to have a strong heart, then you can act in a way of delayed gratification you can sacrifice feeling happy by running on the treadmill and then have good cardiovascular system in the long run or you can play soccer or basketball for example which also requires you to run but just because it's a game it sort of distracts you from the fact that you're running so you might actually enjoy doing the time that you're playing plus the benefits of your cardiovascular system will still exist in the long run so the term delayed gratification might be, I mean, it is necessary for success, but it might be slightly misleading because you can definitely achieve what you want to achieve while still being happy. You can definitely go in the progression towards your goal while still being happy. 
And I recently listened to somebody who was mocking the fact that people say that alcohol is a disease and the way he was mocking it was saying that he thinks that, okay, if, still, if alcohol is a disease, then I must say stealing a disease is a disease. I have a stealing disease and when I go to the store, I can't control it. I buy things, I take things without paying for it, without buying it. Even though there's things I don't need, even though I have plenty of money to pay for it, I have a disease, so it is not my fault. Even though I'm taking no personal responsibility, obviously this is him being sarcastic, right? Even though I take no personal responsibility, I go to the store, I grab an item I don't need, and an item I can pay for, but I choose not to pay for it. I hide it, then I go out of the store. And if you think that I'm stealing and it's my fault, you're wrong, this is a disease, and it's not my fault. So he was basically mocking the fact that Listen, okay, he's basically mocking the fact that people argue about diseases. And I do acknowledge that diseases can be, uh, I'm sorry, about the fact that it's an addiction. And I want to separate disease from an addiction because disease, I feel, is like a serious thing. And sure, addiction can be a serious thing. And I don't, I don't, I acknowledge that it may be extremely difficult to stop. However, Firstly, there are people who got out of it. There is support groups, and I'm not saying support groups are not legit. I'm not saying that it is going to be easy to take to get out of your addiction. I'm just actually saying it's possible. Many people will hear this message and take it as a negative and take it as me trying to make fun of them and will take it as me looking down on them. However, I want you to take it as an empowering statement that, or as an empowering message that basically says, sure, you might feel like you're addicted to something, but you do have the power to change. You have more self-control. You have more self-reliance than you realize. You can really control the destiny of your future if you choose to make the right decisions. Alcohol, cigarettes, gambling, stealing, eating junk food, being afraid to talk on stage in front of people you don't know, having a sweet tooth, those are real things, right? Like, I acknowledge that they exist. However, I also acknowledge that if you make the right decisions, over a consecutive period of time, you can at least improve in those areas and not feel as compelled to go back to those things. If you really think about every time I eat this, every time I perform this action, every time I drink this, every time I yeah just perform in a certain action, I am going to not only disappoint myself, I'm going to disappoint other people, I'm going to really let myself down and other people down. And every time I don't do it, every time I choose to go to the gym, every time I choose to run, every time I choose to replace that bad addiction with a positive addiction, every time I choose to replace that bad habit with a good habit, I'm not only making myself proud, I'm making other people proud. If you really dig into the pain and pleasure concept, which is we are always running away from pain and toward pleasure, and right now, 
drinking coffee. I'm not coffee. <laughs> I mean, I guess coffee can be an addiction, but that's what a whole addiction, right? There's bad and good addictions. Go to the gym can be an addiction. Eating healthy can be an addiction. Being grateful, being happy, smiling can be an addiction, right? Choose your addiction. <laughs> Choose what you are addicted to, what you do most often. <sighs> What's the point I was trying to make, Daniel? This is why having another person is so much easier. I should really bring Frank again. Anywho, back to what I was saying before I am distracting myself. Choosing, making conscious choice of where you want to live. Oh yeah, okay. I'll just, I'll just finish my sentence. Choosing conscious, choosing conscious thoughts, conscious actions of how you want to live will make a huge difference. But back the point I was trying to make before, the pain and pleasure. You might say smoking cigarettes is a pleasure, and um, running away from the pain that. I'm avoiding, which is stressing about rent or whatever, or gambling or drinking or eating junk food is pleasure, and they all distract me from the pain of everything that's going in my life. But you have to really switch those definition of pain, definition of pleasure. So every time you think you about or you're about to commit the actions of smoking, drinking, eating junk food, gambling, um, satisfying your sweet tooth, right before you're about to do it, think about the pain that you're going to feel right after you finish those activities and think about the pleasure of how happy you'll be with yourself in the long run. If you phrase it like that, if you look at these actions in that perspective, it should at least help you avoid those activities and feel good about yourself every single time you don't do these activities. And really try to replace a bad habit with a better habit. Watching TV, for example, might not be the best habit, but it probably is a better habit than drinking, smoking, eating junk food. If you're just watching TV for whatever, for uh, and not eating or consuming anything, just to relax. Or to relax, instead of drinking or smoking, to relax, you can just meditate. You can have a good talk with friends. You can go for a run. That is really relaxing if you do it right. You can go for a walk. You can journal all your thoughts. You can watch a comedy show to relieve some stress. There's many ways you can satisfy your needs. Again, I'm not saying addiction is something that is minuscule or something that I do acknowledge some people have um, like predisposition to it, but I still believe you have a choice to make. It might not be an easy choice. It might be way harder for you than other people. But hey, that just makes the story better. Really view it that way. View yourself as a person who has ability, who has control, because you actually do. You have control over your life. You have more control than you think. Your decisions make a huge difference. They impact you, they impact the entire world, they impact your family, they make a huge difference. I am acknowledging that this will be difficult, but I'm also acknowledging that if you continuously make the right decisions for a long enough time, then your life will forever be different, it will forever be better than what it would be had you succumb and submit 
to those addictions and let them run you and ruin your life. I hope you learned a few things from this podcast. Thanks a lot for listening. Peace.